Getting hired on with a fire department is a gauntlet of a process. It's set up to test your mental faculties, your physical ability, and your interpersonal communication skills. Holding yourself to a high standard, mentally and physically, and knowing who you are puts you in the top bracket of candidates. And this goes for getting hired and promoted. The idea of upper limiting kicks in when you're in your comfort zone and don't want to move out of it. It's a mental block that would have you sit where you are and never progress. In today's episode, I'll explain how upper limiting is keeping us down and what we can do to remove it from our lives so we can be the best people and firefighters that we can be. Sometimes when we're working so hard for something and we finally achieve or obtain that thing, we become complacent and rest on our laurels. And if you've listened to this show for any reasonable amount of time, then you know how much I hate complacency. Our brains do a thing where they kind of trick us into contentment and they make us feel like, well, I've arrived now, so I don't need to do anything more. This is where the oxymoron of the fat firefighter comes from. People can reel things in and put up a front long enough to get what it is that they want. Then, once they have that thing, they can take off their mask or unbuckle their belt, proverbially speaking. For example, a person can bust their ass and do everything they need to do in order to pass the candidate physical ability test. And then once they check that box... They feel like they no longer need to hold to a standard of physical fitness. Now, I subscribe to the idea that people like Jim Moss and John Sparrow share that your physical fitness is the bare minimum for entry when it comes to being a firefighter. I'd take it a step further and say that continued physical fitness is the bare minimum for entry when it comes to the people I'd want on my crew. And it may sound harsh, but this is what holding to a standard sounds like. It's factual. It's objective not subjective to your hurt feelings, because you know what? No fire on earth gives a crap about your feelings. Getting back on track. When our brains settle us down into a comfort zone, we get used to the idea that things are easy and safe. And I'll tell you right now, we didn't get into this career because we want to spend long periods of time being safe, right? Safety third. (laughs) We got into this career because we like the diversity that the day brings us. We like being able to adapt to different situations and find solutions to those problems. We train for it. We take classes to make us better at it. So to think that once you get hired that you can just sit back and ride the gravy train to retirement is a testament as to what kind of character and integrity that you have as an individual. In his book, The Big Leap, author Gay Hendricks 
dissects the idea of upper limiting and how it has a negative effect on us. Not only that, he talks about how we're the ones who are doing it to ourselves. The idea of upper limiting can look a couple of different ways. Number one, once we achieve our dream or the thing we've worked so hard for, we become fearful that we might lose it and then become a victim to our own needless anxiety about it. And number two, thinking that you've peaked or that you couldn't possibly go any further due to some self-imposed, self-limiting belief. He says it's important to focus on slow, steady, and consistent growth. This isn't just meant to be in one category either. This is exactly why I apply that idea across four different categories, condition, contribution, calibration, and connection. And I've defined those four different categories for myself because they speak to the things I want to steadily and consistently grow in. My physical ability, my contribution to the organization I work for and the community that I serve, my mental faculties and understanding, and my connection with the people that I love. Take a quick moment to think about movies that you love. What is the story that makes you love that movie so much? Is it told over time? Through struggle, maybe? What's the ultimate achievement? Now, I just finished the Lord of the Rings marathon. It was the 20th year anniversary, which sounds crazy to me, but uh, I just finished it, watching it with my family, uh, the extended versions, of course. And this speaks exactly to what I'm trying to share with you. So spoiler alert, if you haven't seen these movies, <laughs> I mean, you're kind of late in the game, but especially if you if you haven't read the books, you're super late to the game. But anyway, there's a clear mission to the movies. Return the ring to Mordor and melt it in Mount Doom. Destroy the ring, ultimately. There are many cogs in motion throughout these films. However, only when Aragorn the descendant of kings and one who is next in line to take the throne, only when he embraces who he is and takes the uncomfortable step up, taking responsibility for who he was meant to be, is the pathway paved for the ring to make its way into the volcano. Only when he strives to reach his true potential does he allow for the mission to be completed. Another way upper limiting manifests in those stories you hear about people winning the lottery and then they slip into a depression and lose all their winnings. Hendricks says that this is because they didn't have to work for it and they received it in an easy manner and therefore they are in constant fear of just how quick and easy they could lose it all. Now this isn't the case with everyone who wins the lottery or comes into money without having to work for it. And any reasonable person knows that words like always and never don't help people come to an understanding, and nor does it help people gain perspective. Words like that leave no room for error, and to err is human, right? It's those extreme mentalities that prioritize people, not prioritize, but that polarize people into states of fear and self-judgment. And ultimately what this does is it puts a cap on the things that you think you can obtain and the things that you think you deserve. And those limiting beliefs are what keep you complacent. And as we all know, complacency kills. One of the ways uh, I help myself remember this is that sharks don't ever stop swimming because if they do, they die. 
I recently read a study about purpose, and in this study, it was shown that purpose is what kept retirees alive three times longer than those who have no intentions with their time. Intention and purpose drive vitality. This statement is backed up by the work in logotherapy done by Viktor Frankl. And uh, if if you've, again, been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, you know who Viktor Frankl is. He wrote the book, Man's Search for Meaning. And he did it and he he studied his defining career thesis during his time in three separate concentration camps. Now, I can't stand hearing people whine and complain about their circumstances and how they're oppressed or how the system is against them. I'd love for those people to meet Dr. Frankel and plead their case to him because I can tell you with certainty that their circumstances and their so-called struggle doesn't hold a candle to what he went through and what he saw. So how do we break through this limiting mentality? We focus on slow, steady, and consistent growth. Like I'd mentioned, overnight success stories are usually much less fulfilling, not only because we don't work as long to achieve something, but also because when you're unaccustomed to feeling happy and successful, being hit with a huge achievement will usually just make you aggressively resistant and ultimately depressed. James Clear lays out the strategy for tackling these self-limiting beliefs in his book, Atomic Habits. By taking slow and deliberate steps, we can unravel the limiting beliefs we put on ourselves whenever they make their ugly appearance. We must retrain our brains to consider success as the natural outcome of our hard work and our righteous desires. By allowing the limits we place on ourselves or the limits we allow others to put on us, we stifle our internal flame, which pretty much goes against the whole mission of Ignited, right? Let's stoke that fire. Let's remove those barriers that we're creating for ourselves. And let's take steps toward our true potential. If you're interested in jumping on a Zoom call with me for free and mapping out a flow path to help you take these small, consistent steps toward a shift in mindset, then click the link in the show notes and join the Ignited Firefighter Podcast community on Facebook. I've got a Zoom call scheduled for Tuesday, December 28th at 8 p.m. Arizona time. And during this one-hour block, we'll talk about what we can do to quit upper-limiting ourselves, and I'll help you develop your own flow path based on specific goals you'd like to achieve. And if you don't have any specific goals in mind, that's fine. Join the Zoom and just observe what other people have going on, and you can see how we structure their plan. And it'll help give you some insight, maybe it'll help spark something in you, or remove any mental blocks you might have about your current situation. So I'm really looking forward to diving in deeper with you guys on a bi-weekly basis and focusing on these topics for longer periods of time. Uh, I feel like the more time we spend on these quality topics, the more we can introduce that quality into our own lives. And as you guys know, I'm all about quality, not quantity. So I'm eager to hear what you have going on in your lives and what things you'd like to work towards. I really mean it when I say this, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Ignited Firefighter podcast. Going forward, like I said, uh, I'll be releasing episodes bi-weekly so we can dive in deeper and uh, we don't have just the one week to go into things. I want to connect with you guys directly. I want to be able to 
help you guys build the community, build yourselves, all of that good stuff. So if you're looking to be a part of this community, join the firefighter or the ignited firefighter podcast community on Facebook. Uh, there's links in the show notes. There's links all over the place. So until next time, if you see a need, own it and take action. Be the ideal firefighter you would want on your crew. Be ignited.